When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Hello and happy Thursday. I want to start today's podcast with a few questions that I kept asking myself after losing Brent. What is my purpose? What is the point of my life, of this life? Why am I even here if it's not to be his wife? What is the purpose of me? What am I supposed to do and who am I supposed to be? What am I without him, without that life that we had together? Does any of this sound familiar to you? Are you asking yourself similar questions like these? I mean, I know for most of us, after loss, there's this time of serious contemplation and reflection, and we just want some direction in life again, right? We're going through this period of significant change, and we're not the same person that we were before. We want to rediscover who we are so that we can move forward in life and be excited about life again. So I've created this new program. We're going to get started in a couple of weeks, and it's called Finding Purpose and Meaning After Loss. It's a four-week program. We meet once a week in, on Zoom, and we'll be doing a lot of fun, interactive exercises and activities and personality tests to uncover your passions and find out what you love, find what lights you up, find out the true you and who you are now and what's important to you. What goals do you want to set and what steps do you need to take to start living the life that you want? As Mary Oliver said, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I just love that question. And this program will help you figure that out. That's why I'm so excited about it. Are you ready to start doing something that matters? Are you ready to start feeling fulfilled again? In 2005, Steve Jobs gave a commencement speech at Stanford. And he said, your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. And that's exactly what we're all going through as widows. A commencement, right? It's a new beginning for us, and it can be the start of something beautiful and magical. So let's get started. Like I said, it's a four-week program. We meet once a week on Zoom, and it's only $97 for the whole program. We're starting in a few weeks, so go ahead and sign up today. Save your spot today. Go to www.widow180.com forward slash purpose. That's www.widow180.com forward slash purpose. Now let's get to today's episode. Last Wednesday night, we had our weekly Widow Connection community meeting, 
And we went around to each member to do a check-in. You know, it's just like, let's just catch up and see what everybody's up to and how are you doing kind of thing. And it was really pretty awesome. And I asked everyone two questions. There were two questions to each member. Number one, what's one thing you really struggled with this week? And number two, what was something really good that happened this week? The first member that I called on to share told me that her biggest struggle was that she had gone out of town to see family. Her cousin had had a baby and asked her to be the godmother. This is a good thing. So it's a happy occasion, right? Full of joy and laughter and family and fun. But she said, my husband loved babies and kids. And he would have loved to go to the christening and be there that weekend. And he would have loved all of it. He would have been so excited to be there. He should have been there. So she said it was a struggle with not having him by her side. It's just like facing the holidays when we have to face those special family occasions that come up. So then I asked her, what was something really good that happened this week? And her answer was, well, it was being there and being with my family and holding that baby and being there for the christening. Same event, two contrary emotions. She went on to tell me that she was so proud of herself for flying alone. This was the second time that she had ever flown alone. And she was so proud of that. That was a really big accomplishment and something super scary that she had to kind of push herself past. And she did it. And that's amazing. So how many of you have had an experience like this where we feel this onslaught of emotions. It's a bittersweet occasion. We go from feeling so happy to so sad, from so high to so low, all in the same few minutes of each other. I'm pretty sure all of us could answer yes. That's grief, you know? It's grief. We we touch into it and then we come out of it again and then we go into it again and then out of it again all within minutes of each other. It's those tears that we cry are sadness and memories. And they're also a part of the resilience and the growth that we go through with grief. It's all normal. It's all normal. But I called it the grief monster. For me, it's like, The grief monster steps in and starts pulling all of the little puppet strings and I'm just along for the ride. We can feel so out of control of all of it. At least that's what I felt. I remember having a similar experience at my niece's christening. My niece was born in September of 2011 and Brent was killed in October of 2011. Her christening was in March. It was about six months after he had passed and it was a big family occasion and everybody was there and I sat in church in the middle of the service and I started to have a panic attack. I really did. I couldn't breathe. I was trying to keep my you know what together and not lose it in the church. I was trying so hard not to cry and to breathe normally but I just kept thinking he should be here. He should be here. He should be here. I'm here alone, which of course I wasn't, but I was surrounded by my family, but it just felt that way. 
And my brother was sitting next to me and noticed me having a really hard time. And he held my hand. But then a minute later, I'm telling you, I was happy. I was holding my beautiful baby niece. And it was such a beautiful moment. And she's such a little miracle. Oh my God. I mean, what a roller coaster. So back to our meeting last Wednesday. We were going around sharing our struggles and our highlights of the week, and I asked another member to share what was going on with her, and she told me that her biggest struggle for the week was that her husband was always the, quote, outdoorsy one, and that he would always take the kids on family adventures, like doing outdoor things and sports, like skiing, and that mom was always the indoorsy one and she would take the kids to museums and plays and things and she was saying that she didn't want her kids to miss out on all the outdoorsy things she didn't want them to stop doing those things that they used to do with their dad he used to take them skiing every single weekend sometimes it would be day trips where they would just get up super early and head up to the mountains and then come back that same night But she said that the thought of doing that stressed her out and having to get out there with all of the gear and just the logistics of everything just overwhelmed her too much. But then she said this last weekend, she did it. She got up early on Saturday. She drove the kids up there to the mountain. She even took ski lessons herself. So she felt such a sense of accomplishment that she could do it. And she did it. She said she has small goals of being able to, you know, get out there on the intermediate runs with her kids and being able to keep up with them, really. She said, I know I can't be mom and dad. I know that. I put all of these expectations on myself to do all of it. But I just need to make peace with the fact that I can't be both mom and dad and to not be so hard on myself for that. So again, Here's an example of the same event with two different emotions attached to it. Sadness that her husband isn't the one taking the kids on these adventures. And also happiness and a huge sense of pride for stepping outside of her comfort zone and tackling things that she was so afraid to do before. It's such a roller coaster. So for any of you listening today and asking, How is that possible that the same moment can be happy and sad? How can I be so devastated and also feel pride? If that's you and you're dealing with this swing of emotions that we go through sometimes minute to minute and you're like, is this normal? Am I normal? Do I have some kind of impairment? Am I going crazy? The answer is no, (laughs) you're not going crazy. And yes, this is all normal, I promise. I wanted to share those two examples with you today. And I know I have many, many more examples that I could share from my own experience. But I just thought it was interesting and an interesting insight from last week's meeting that the same event, the same moment can be a struggle and a joy. Well played, grief monster. Well played. So that's going to be it for this week's episode. 
Thanks so much for listening, as always. And if you would like to be in our weekly community meetings, we would love to have you. It's such a great group. All of these ladies are amazing. And oh, and just last week, we added um, a text thread with the group. So it's just another way of all of us keeping in contact and checking in with each other on a regular basis. Like if you have insomnia, chances are someone else is up too. So now we can message each other. I just wanted to let you guys know that it's another thing that we've added to our community. Anyway, our doors are always open. We have some exciting things happening next month with some special guests coming in to speak. I hope to see you on the inside. If you would like to join, go to www.widow180.com forward slash membership. That's www.widow180.com forward slash membership. And don't forget to get in our Facebook group if you haven't already. That's Widow 180 Community on Facebook. Keep sharing the podcast with other widows who need to hear it. Thank you so much for listening today. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.